Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. That's been all. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend, the tank top sage. It's Joshua Gangsta Time Cole. Cold partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. Oh, Chris was good, everybody listening. Hey, hey, hey. Also joining us, it is my brother, our uh, producer. It is Edgelord Big News Brian. What's up, nerds? Oh, yeah. Uh, we are back. We are here. It is 2024. First show of the new year. Very excited for uh, to keep up another kick-ass year of uh, reviewing manga. Talking about it with my bros with the guys with the fellers uh but before we get into our uh, first show of the year let's get into plugs uh, you can find me at the chris espinal on twitter and instagram joshua cole where can they find you at jd cole underscore 37 on instagram and at new jump city josh on x and uh if you're on discord <laughs> now <Nah, I'm laughs> uh brian Find me at b.esp on both Instagram and Twitter. And if you ever want to catch me when I'm streaming, you can find me at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Damn right. Uh, you can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. And uh, we'll answer it on our pre-show chat show that we do every week. And uh, among other things we'll discuss on there. That's our little uh, fun time show where we talk about pretty much anything we want and sometimes it's manga but uh yeah hit us uh, check us out on that email us a comment under the youtube video of your choice whether you're watching uh the full version of the podcast or well i don't do this so much anymore because we don't have a video capability but the little highlight breakouts we make um and uh, yeah, if, if, why don't you subscribe while you're at it so you could be alerted to when we drop, start dropping uh, video versions of the pod. Uh, check us out on that. Uh, if you prefer audio podcasts anyway, which is what we are at the moment, you can check us out on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Pandora, uh, pretty much everywhere you listen to podcasts, we're on there. So uh, check us out on that. And without further ado, Let's get into the show. Spoilers ahead. One Piece. This is One Piece chapter 1103. I'm sorry, Ziani. Um, last we left off. Wow. <laughs> last we left off. Uh, we had... Uh, things were getting worse with uh kuma's situation he we saw the uh details of his sacrifice basically and the chapter pretty much ended with uh kuma relinquishing his free will and um we start this off with uh a little flashback to just a, a few moments earlier when uh vegapunk uh linked up with bonnie after she initially saw uh all of kuma's memories 
and uh, he asks if she saw everything, and she confirms that she did. Uh, to which Vegapunk says, "Like ah man, I've broken my promise to Kuma." Uh, Bonnie turns back into her child form and uh, gives Vegapunk a hug, and she apologizes. Um, and Vegapunk is like, "Well, I I forgot I had this. Uh, this is a present for your tenth birthday. Kuma left it with me." And uh, she left. He left her uh, a necklace shaped like the sun, uh, which is very nice. He said it. He said it would be a good luck charm for you. But indeed, two years ago, who could have imagined this boy, that boy, turning into this? Um, so you know, Bonnie clarifies like, so Straw Hat is the son of Daddy's friend, and uh, Vegabug is like, I know, yep, I was shocked when I saw you two together. Uh, it's crazy how fate works sometimes. Um, but he explains that like while she was in the room, uh, a number of dangerous things have happened on Egghead and, uh, you know, they were going to go meet up with them. Um, and now we cut to present times where, uh, St. Uh, J. Garcia Saturn in his weird demon spider mode has Bonnie in one hand, basically, and he is talking shit. He's like, Julie Bonnie, your father, Kuma, is dead. He's dead, fam. Um, everybody else that's there cannot move. Uh, Sanji, Frankie, and Vegapunk uh, are unable to move thanks to whatever uh, uh, Saturn did to them. Luffy is currently uh, very skinny uh, and in need of food after using Gear 5 for a prolonged period of time. Um, Sentomaru has been captured uh kizaru is on the floor just like oh no since tomorrow bonnie um we see that uh around like around the world i guess people are like reacting to the news of uh the government siege of egghead um we see dragon you know contemplating what kuma would do at this time uh and cutting back to egghead uh Bonnie tries to use her powers to summon the Nika-like future, but it, it doesn't work. Um, and Jay Garcia is just thinking to himself, like, whoa. She doesn't seem to have made the connection between Nika and Straw Hat's white-colored form. Such a shame. And then he turns his head, and someone fed Luffy. Uh, <laughs> someone's been feeding Luffy. He is currently eating a bunch of food. And he's like, who gave him food? Uh, put him in sea prisms cuffs right now! And... I guess they try to proceed to do that. We see a little shot of Kizaru there, you know, and uh, I guess it's a little hint, hint that Kizaru may have been feeding yeah. Luffy the whole time, um, which is yeah. which is cool, which is pretty crazy. Um, so you know, um, Bonnie is not able to use uh, her powers on on Saturn. And Saturn explains that he gave her uh, the powers that she currently has. It was an experiment to see if an infant incapable of eating solid fruit fruit could gain could give uh, could get powers uh, with an extract of it. Um, it was successful, but the fruit itself was worthless. Uh, it, its powers might allow you to transform into any future, but the more you know of reality, the narrow your future possibilities become. So, mm. that's an interesting way to think about it. I don't. I don't agree with that necessarily. Yeah, I think I don't you know, know that, if that's him just being negative, or if that's the actual case. I think it's 
I think uh, he is under the assumption, which is a negative assumption, that like she wouldn't, be, as she gets older, she wouldn't be able to imagine. She would be stoic enough to like not imagine a lot of possibilities in life. You know what I mean? Like she wouldn't be able to that would imagine. Be stoic? I get well, yeah. I guess skeptical. You know, <laughs> she wouldn't be optimistic enough to imagine that there are infinite possibilities of what she could be. If that makes sense. Yeah, I know what you mean. I guess as you get older, you 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 don't your i your ideas aren't as broad. Yeah, your your understanding like, of what's possible and what's not is lim is like more limited. The older you get, yeah. you know. I, I guess it does make sense. Yeah, I guess yeah. like because yeah. you have to. The idea, I guess, is that you have to genuinely believe that there's a reality where you can do certain things. And I guess you got to believe it down to your soul, basically. Uh, but yeah, um, this guy continues to uh, talk shit, and uh, he's just basically like, "You want to believe? You want to believe in Nika, do you? And your current weakness is evidence that you've begun to think he's not real." He said your father believed in the idiotic legend of the Buccaneers as well, and he says, "I want to save people like Nika does." And uh, he explains that he also gave, he performed an experiment on Ginny, uh, which was a failure. And it also, it, it caused her to get the, the Sapphire virus. Um, so, you know, this guy is just, he's just laying it on. Uh, as if we didn't need more reasons to hate this fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, he's bad enough already. Yeah, we already just pouring it on. He's like, Oda, we don't really need to any more reasons. He needs to go down. We know this. Um, Vegapunk is outraged uh, at this, and he's like, "Well, put yourself in my shoes. Would you bother with you? Would you bother yourself with the feelings of insects? It is impossible." Um, and we see over the course of this, Kuma has landed on Egghead uh, and is just sprinting his way over there while this is happening. Um, hauling ass. Oh my god, he is going. Uh, and uh, Garcia is realized that the authority chip isn't working on him because he just won't stop. Uh, and he comes in, uh, as uh, Jay Garcia is about to kill Bonnie. Uh, Kuma steps in and takes the, the, the stab for her. Uh, and the chapter ends. As Kuma is loading up a, a hockey-filled punch uh, towards Jay Garcia, we don't get to see the punch, um, but I'm expecting a four-page spread of a very satisfying punch to Jay four Garcia. Four-page, <laughs> <laughs> multi like a back-to-back two-page spread. Yeah, uh, but that is he the... put his fucking crab leg into this guy's back. Yeah. Oh God, what an asshole! But uh, yeah, that's where uh, this chapter ends, Josh. What do you think about my hero? Oh, not my hero. One Piece, chapter one thousand one hundred and three. Well, um, well, we all kind of. I don't, I don't want to say we all. I think yeah, whatever. We've seen this coming. Yeah, but I'm happy. I'm happy. Kuma pulled up. Um, let's get to the part that we all really want to have a conversation about. Um, which is Bartholomew Cuba. 
joining the Straw Hat Pirates. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this: when it, when an admirable breaks rank, and 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 um, what's the other word I'm looking for? Insubordinate. When he becomes insubordinate, there's no other way to to go but become a pirate. And conveniently, one of the strongest pirates is right there around him. Once he helps save them, there's no going back. Hmm. There's nobody who's the light ex-admirable person that plays that role on the Straw Hats. You have to accept that, Chris. You have to at least accept that truth. I don't. I don't think he joins. No, that that. Oh, you're saying despite that truth, you don't think he joins. I think I think he doesn't join. But he is kind of an ally at this point. I think he's going to pull some, like, I can't go with you type thing. But I don't think he goes with them and joins them on the ship. What a letdown, Chris. Yeah, I'm sorry. Brian, do you have any more to add to this? No, actually. I don't. You well, know I, I tried. I tried my best. Because you know I'm right. To... Well, just accept it, Josh. Like... It's okay. Fine. It's all right. right. You don't have to fight it. Mm-hmm. I don't have much more to really say about this chapter. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm happy we're moving forward down. That we're out of the flashback. I think that's cool. Um. I almost forgot that Bonnie was already there so that she had already learned all of this, everything that, that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think this is it for, for Bonnie as far as like the extent of her abilities. I think she's going to be reinvigorated, learn that Luffy is Nika, and then she's going to start fucking making the land rubber too. Yeah. She literally using a gear three punch. That's what that should. She's using elephant Gatlin. Yeah, she is using uh, gear three. Elephant Gatling is the yeah the hockey infused one. It looks like hockey, right? Oh, oh, she's just wearing black gloves. All right. Yeah, I'm wondering if that. It doesn't matter. I mean, she could probably use hockey. She's a fucking yeah. I would imagine so. But she's know, also twelve. They're kind of supernova. They're kind of well. I don't think she knows hockey. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting she to doubt it. Showcased any any hockey use ever. I'm starting to doubt that as well. Um, is, is it because she's ten years old? Yeah, it's just, I mean, like 12. a child. Yeah, probably. I we haven't seen Monosuke do it. Okay, well, I thought it was really sweet when she I went up who's to the um, youngest. Who has the youngest showcase of hockey? Monosuke, probably. I mean, he does have like. The ability to talk to Zoe and uh, I think he has Didn't like he observa- observational hockey. Isa from Skypea, she has. Oh, Ace. Hmm? Ace has it too. Ace. Yeah. I thought you were saying the youngest. Yeah, he, Ace at 10 years old used the uh, Conqueror's hockey. Oh, yeah, he did. Oh. Yeah, I don't know how old Thank Isa you. from Skypea is, but she also has. Observation hockey. Yeah, so it looks like the the there were three. Three of the youngest users were Isa, Ace, and Yamato. 
Yeah, I went to Momonosuke too. I would put Momonosuke there. When Momonosuke use it? Observation hockey at the very least. Alright, I'll take your word for it. Um Mayhem. Alright. I don't know. Uh what are you any uh thoughts? Any other thoughts before I get in mine, I guess? I I thought it was really sweet, um, how Bonnie went back to her like her original age to hug um to hug um Vegapunk. Yeah, Vegapunk, thanks. Yeah, I agree. That was very nice. Okay. Like a little subtle I think thing. They're, right. they're kind of setting up Bonnie to be like Luffy's protege, aren't they? Mm, I don't know about protege, but I feel like a lot of when there's like kids in the series, they tend to like gravitate towards Luffy. Like she's gonna be she's gonna be like Luffy's uh shanks, you know? That's possible. Like Roger Roger was uh Shanks's loot wait, what the fuck am I talking about? Yeah, I don't know. Roger <laughs> Ro- so oh god, how do I say this? My no, I know what you're saying. Lucky? I don't know how uh my brain just can't fucking <laughs> say the sentence. That I don't. I yeah, I, I feel like last week. I think I feel like that's the different circumstances because uh-huh. I imagine Bonnie's going to be traveling with the Straw Hats, whereas Shanks didn't really let Luffy do the same at his age. Um, no, but he, but like Shanks and and Buggy was on you know Gold Roger's crew. So yeah. they were kids. That's what I was thinking. There's a precedent for there being kids on. The yeah, but yeah. it's and also Bonnie is like little, is like baby Luffy now. But it's also like kind of, uh, it's supposed that like Roger found Shanks as a baby is like widely thought. So it's not like the same thing. He didn't like take him on when he was like a kid. He grew. He ostensibly was raised by the the Roger pirates, if I'm guessing correctly. But we don't know that for sure. To be fair, I think it's funny that Saturn was like, "Oh shit, she doesn't know that Nika's literally right there." Yeah, she's li- <laughs> yeah, he's literally like, "Whoa, literally." She's she, he's like, "She what an idiot! She doesn't know how her power works." Here, now let me tell it to her. <laughs> now let me say it out loud. Hey, this is how your your fucking devil fruit works. Yeah, I think it was just like part of the ploy to just make her feel bad. Is, you know, he at the same time he was like narrowing her possibilities of of life at that point. I think this was the dumbest thing Saturn did so far. I yeah, think. no, he's no. just like you have to see Nika to be able to do the to Nika believe power. in. He Nika. might as well have been pointing at Luffy. Well, he didn't <laughs> say that he was. He to be fair, he didn't say look at him over there. <laughs> no, but he might as well have. He, he might as well have just been sitting there like, hey, stop trying to be yeah, like cause, Nika. Cause once you right see, there. Look at him. Because if, if Luffy reachieves gear five, it's over for him. <laughs> like, what is he fucking doing? He's actually throwing. If, if he does he that has, shit, he's selling. He's selling the team. He's, <laughs> he is up 3-0 right now in the finals. And he is about to <laughs> f- fucking get reverse swept. Yeah. You know, he's like uh, in uh, The Incredibles when Frozen. He's like, he starts monologuing. Like, I understand he was breaking Bonnie's spirit because I think her powers are very dependent on what she's thinks she's capable of. And she he has to, like, make sure that she thinks she she's not capable of anything. Um, but 
Yeah, he's going a little too much. Uh, but yeah, does uh, Brian? Do you have any thoughts on the chapter overall? I think that was everything, right, Josh? Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Kizaru, uh, future Straw Hat, at least part of the Straw Hat Alliance. Um, his crew is gonna be Sentamaru, uh, Jewelry Bonnie, and Vegapunk. And the Vega Punks. Mm. And maybe Kuma. Mm. Um, oh, you're like backpedaling okay, a little you know bit. What? You did say you know he what? was going to join the Straw Hats, so. Yeah, it's either he joins the Straw Hats no. as the crew member, or he is part of their fleet. That's There's no in-between. That's what I said. I said he would be like kind of an ally outside. You know, no, no, no. But you wanted to be all an ally, an actual ally that is a part that is affiliated with the Straw Hats. All right. You say he would be on the Straw Hats. Yeah, there's. But if I have a feeling that we're like Sentamaru and Jewelry Bonnie and Kuma and Vegapunks, like there's no way that they don't have like a Straw Hat affiliation after this. Like a strong straw hat, like. Hey, I was saying that, but you guys were like, "No, he's gonna be the eleventh member, basically." No, not you guys. I said that. Yeah. But look who's backpedaling now. I'm not backpedaling. I still believe that he's. It's either Kizaru joins the crew or he's part of the fleet. Like, there's no. He's not not going to join the crew, in my opinion. There's no guarantee he's gonna help. But I think it's... He already did. I think it's leaning towards that. He already did. He gave Luffy... You think he gave Luffy the food? I think he he gave Luffy the food. He just moved at light speed. Mm -hmm. Dropped off the food. Yeah, I think that's why they cut immediately to him when he was like, Who gave him food? (laughs) Hey, who Mm. gave him food? And Kizaru was just there like... (laughs) Kizaru was just sitting there like... "Mm." (laughs) I hope he didn't see me do that shit real fast. I think it was so funny to see to to cut to Luffy eating food on the ground and Saturn does nothing about it. Yeah. Well, he did tell his people to arrest him, but that was mad funny that Kizaru was just like, hmm. Yeah, who did that? I wish Kizaru had done that. Where he was like, yeah, who did that? Why would they do that? Well, yeah, those are, those are my thoughts. I don't have much to say. Uh, I'm, I'll hold my thoughts on Kuma until next week. Well, I think Jump is off next week in general. So I'll hold my thoughts until uh, I guess forever. Okay. <laughs> I guess for an eternity. I'll never let you know. You know what I think about Kuma. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I also don't really have a whole ton to say about this chapter. That was pretty good. I enjoyed it, obviously. Uh, I can't wait for this guy to deck the shit out of Jay Garcia. Um, in a Luffy fashion. Yeah, this was like reminiscent of that time in Sabote. But so good. I just hope they don't rob it from us. Why would they rob it? Oh, you think there's going to be an immediate counterattack from Jay Garcia? Nah, he's taking yeah, that. Garcia. 
Jay Garcia, it's either Jay Garcia gets punched and doesn't move, or he like grabs him with his little crab legs. Nah, he's he, Jay Garcia look, has the look of a, somebody who's definitely about to take a punch to the face. I hope so. And he's like, oh, I'm hoping so. Maybe he'll put his little crab leg up to to try to block it, and he'll punch through it. That'll be oh that'll God. be pretty sweet. Oh, there's one more that'll thing. Um, they also confirmed that Jewelry Bonnie isn't that that Saturn isn't Jewelry Bonnie's dad, which is good. But still, it's still bad. Like everything that happened was to, that a thing uh, that people Jimmy. were saying? Yeah, people people were worried that if Saturn was Bonnie's dad, then it probably like there's no justification for him surviving. Essentially, yeah. I mean, I didn't even that wasn't even a thought that entered my mind. I I don't think he would do. I don't think like uh, I I never thought that he was like her dad. It was just some fellow with eight wives. It was just this. It was some celestial dragon. We'll probably see her dad for real at some point. Yeah, and if he does show up, everybody's gonna call for his death. Like, yeah, they cannot show this man on screen. Or I mean, else it's over. <laughs> they can't show what he looks like because we'll be looking for him. Um, all right. Well, I mean, I guess if that's it for, uh, for one piece, uh, this week, I guess we could move on. Good chapter overall, but, uh, it was a lot of, I guess, build up for this moment and, uh, allowing Kuma to get here basically. So, you know, far be it. Uh, it's a, it's good that one piece is starting on brand, uh, giving us mostly a setup chapter to a really cool cliffhanger when he knows he has two weeks off. But that is that is one piece. Uh, but we have, without further ado, uh, let's move onward. My Hero Academia. Oh yeah. This is My Hero Academia, chapter four hundred and eleven, history's greatest villain. Okay, so last alternate week, title. Oh. Fuck your mountain. <laughs> yeah uh last we left off um deku and shigaraki were locked in the heat of battle um and it turns out that shigaraki was able to steal the danger sense quirk um and we open this chapter from within the all for one world one for all world whatever the fuck you want to call it um you would think that the place where like the greatest heroes in the world would go would just be more than a shitty like corner of a room. But I guess that's all that's why that's what's waiting for all of us in the afterlife. Um, but in any case, uh, he is we, we're seeing that uh, the all for the one for all quirk people are kind of like talking amongst themselves. Um, and that's when danger sense gets the danger sense. And a big, gigantic Shigaraki hand uh, pulls up, and uh, Shinomaru, the the fourth user, um, pushes, I guess, the Black Whip guy and a couple of others out of the way um, before allowing himself to be taken instead. And um, we cut to the outside world where uh, Banjo is warning 
uh, Midoriya of the stolen Danger Sense quirk. Um, so yeah, Shigaraki's like that unbroken chain of inherited might that the power that drove my master up the wall. I don't share his obsession, but hey, whatever helps me destroy you. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, I appreciate that. Uh, so Shigar- uh, Deku tries to capture um, Shigaraki, but Shigaraki manages to get away because he now he, he now he has danger sense and he can sense all of uh, Midoriya's attacks and getting ahead of it. And um, he's like, my destruction can start with my biggest pain in the neck, you. And we get a two-page spread of Sh- Midori- of Shigaraki looking crazy. Just be like, you are you still treating me like a human being? You can't pretend you didn't see me crying. Is that it? And I'm like, God damn, dude. <laughs> He's like, it's whatever. Remember I'm- that character? Remember that character Naruto from the Sound Village that fought against the insect guy? Um, uh, I think so. Yeah, in the shooting exam, those tubes on his arms. Yes, yeah, those those tubes on his arm that he could blast energy out of. Mm-hmm. That's what Shigaraki looks like. Yeah, like that's he what he's got. Those. <laughs> yeah, they're very reminiscent of those. Um, yeah, Midoriya knows that he's in kind of trouble right now. Um, he got blasted away by Midori by uh, Shigaraki in that moment. And he wrapped himself in layers of black whip in order to like shield himself from the blow, um, but it wasn't. It didn't take all the damage away. Um, his mask crumbled, and uh, he's like bleeding from the head, basically. And he's basically like, and then the, I guess the second all for one user, co- oh one for all user is like, basic. You right, you equip that. You just equip that in order to keep breathing in those roiling waves, but now look where we are. Thanks to his haphazard rampage. And he's they're right by Mount Fuji, apparently. Um, so, uh, the second all for one or yeah, the second all for one user or one for all. Damn. I keep getting that mixed up. I've been saying all for one for the last like fucking year. I can't say all for or one for all anymore. He's basically saying, keep in mind, he only stole a quirk, so that doesn't affect your overall physical boost. We still, You still got your powers and stuff. Um, and uh, the smokescreen guy within uh, the uh, One for All world is basically explaining that shouldn't he use the power he's got left and escape and save himself? Um, he's like, his danger sense were, are what saved us a, a while ago, but now that he doesn't have that, you know, it'll be easier for him to snatch up every one of us. It will all be stolen, and that's the end of that. And, bro, Shigaraki came in, and he was like, you think I don't see you, Phantom? Talk about running away? Yeah. You know, like, damn. Uh, he's like, running and hiding is how a bunch, how you bunch got stronger, so I got to destroy you before your next great escape. And um, Shigaraki initiates a huge decaying wave that is going towards Fuji. He's looking to sink Mount Fuji as it stands. And he looks so happy while doing it. He's like, yeah, my favorite thing. Uh, yeah, he's like a ballerina. Yeah. And all the destruction. Yeah, bro's doing the Nutcracker suite while destroying Mount Fuji. Um, And 
everybody's like, he's he chased you here on purpose. The mountain erupt will erupt when his decay hits it. Um so Damn, and starts talking shit. <laughs> the smoke screen guy, I just realized he's like, this one is no proper to success the successor for all for one. Oh, he was saying that about Shigaraki. I got confused for a second. He only yeah. delights in destruction. He is ruined incarnate. And um Midoriya just stands his ground. And he goes, No, it's all somehow connected. And somewhere inside you is a person. As he loads up uh, a punch, his uh one for all punch. And uh, that's where the chapter ends. You, with uh, Shigaraki's danger sense going off like crazy. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's the end of the chapter. Josh, what did you think about My Hero Academia? Chapter 411. Um, I didn't realize that that was this danger sense going off in the last uh, panel, but that makes a lot of sense. Um, I thought it was interesting that at this point, he remembered what Uraka said about how she couldn't understand, you know, fully understand um, what Toga was going through. But, you know, basically the same way um, Deku feels, which is that, you know, this is still the person they're dealing with. And because they're a person, they're worth trying to save them. Which I don't I don't necessarily have a problem with, but man, I hope he saves him and or kills him before he erupts that mountain because Japan will really be gone. Yeah. On gone. Uh, the art did not blow my socks off. But it was very good. It was very, very good. It was uh b- between these two pages was a page uh five and four i mean four and five and then six and seven you know that, that little that black wick that black whip attack it's pretty pretty nice but you know shigaraki's just it's too sly i don't know what he i don't know what the fuck he's gonna do for this for this guy i don't know what meteria is supposed to you know like i don't even think he could get close to punch him. Whatever, I'm I'm droning on, but um, I don't I don't I don't really have too much else to say How about you, Brian. How do you feel about this chapter? Um, I don't know. I felt the art wasn't <laughs> the art wasn't uh as a uh, big as big time um as the last few chapters so the narrative had to carry this uh chapter a little bit more um so this was like kind of like a setup for the stakes essentially uh they're just setting up like hey this guy is actually stealing your shit now uh gotta be more careful so um i don't know i don't have much to say about it because it's like a setup chapter for like the final final fight now this is essentially like and also they added the other stakes on top of it that um if shigaraki touches mount fuji it's gonna create a volcano so i feel like this is like an interesting setup chapter uh personally i don't have much to really say about it yet um 
but I'm looking I'm looking forward to seeing how this entire thing plays out. Um I do think they did put us in a, like an interesting scenario. So let here's to hoping that, you know, he sticks the landing here. Yeah. But those are my thoughts. Yeah, just when you think you couldn't raise the stakes anymore, he goes ahead and is like, and now Mount Fuji's gonna erupt. <laughs> hey, don't let him touch it. Don't let him touch that shit. Um yeah, I don't know how uh, Deku's planning on countering this with just a punch, but it's very almighty, which is kind of cool. Um, we see that uh, All Might can basically change the weather with a punch, so maybe Deku's trying to do something similar. Blow away the decaying wave or something. Or maybe, like, break the contact between Shigaraki and the ground. That's a good idea. Yeah. You know, just well, trying he to... Could, he could spread his ability, like... Without touching it now. No, I mean, he's, he's, I think he has like the contact through his feet. Right? Because I think he still has to be in somewhat like range and contact with something that connects to it. Because if he could just destroy things from, I think either way you're on point. Yeah, I, I think if he could just destroy things from a distance, he, he would be able to do that with, uh, with Midoriya. Like, he doesn't have to use his hands anymore. He could just, like, initiate it as long as he has, like, a point of contact with the ground. So probably through his feet or something. Yeah, I guess it's his the way his ability developed that it spreads, like, mm-hmm. fast. Instead of it just being at the contact point. So you're probably right. Yeah. But I think you're also right about Midoriya. Um, like, about his attack. It's probably not about hitting him per se but about probably about like blowing back that annihilation wave <laughs> <laughs> doing something i don't know uh but yeah uh, it's like brian said i i think this is just kind of like a raising the stakes type of thing and reactionary to like the danger sense getting sent away um i mean i don't expect the art to like be 10 out of 10 every single time. So it's still pretty good. This one two-page spread with the hand coming in is pretty sick. Um, but, you know, they can't all be uh, spectacles of the pen. Yeah, he needs a little break from drawing straight fire for so long. Yeah, and, you know, he's got a week off. <laughs> uh, no no Shonen Jump till two weeks from now. Uh, so, yeah. Again, not, not not too much to say about this. Uh, I think it's a it's a it's a cool raising of the stakes that he has danger sense out of all the other quirks, because that is how Deku's been getting around. Is that he's been able to like dodge for so long because of danger sense, and now uh, Shigaraki has just so many means of attacking him from a distance that Midoriya also doesn't really share. So. Now Midori's got to be extra alert going into this battle. He's got to be super wary. And he was already struggling with Danger Sense. So. Um, but yeah, those are all my thoughts. Uh, do we have any rebuttals? Anything else to add? Nope. Alrighty then. With that being said, uh, let's move onward. Jujutsu Kaisen.
This is Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 247, Inhuman Makio Shinjuku Showdown Part 19. Uh, last we left off, uh, Itadori and uh, Higuruma have gotten into battle with Sukuna. Uh, Sukuna has basically forced an execution sentence, allowing uh, Higuruma to have his executioner blade, which is a one-hit kill. So if it touches you once, you're dead. And uh, they were still struggling despite that because Sukuna is just too damn good. And um, Higuruma, as naturally talented as he is, still doesn't have a whole ton of combat experience. Uh, so, you know, this is, a, this is a tough go for him. And uh, the chapter ended with uh, Higuruma amplifying his... Do his uh, his cursed energy and we get we open this chapter with a little bit of uh sukuna breaking down what exactly just happened um so he's basically saying that like he was able to resume his cursed technique despite i guess beating be being beat up so bad i guess um and sukuna was like when i activated my amplification during my fight against gojo I was extremely careful that Malevolent Shrine's adaptation to that point was interrupted and not nullified. So this man's sword also resumed its curse technique after amplification. In other words, he wields his curse technique almost as effectively as I wield mine. And he's like, Hiromi Higuruma, right? That's your <laughs> name. He got, he got excited. Sukuna has a new special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just realized what you said. He's like, you are my special. Um, yeah. So, you know, he, he cuts up the entire building that they're currently standing in. Higuruma makes her lunge for it. Um, but Sukuna just throws some rubble in his face. Uh, Itadori tries to intercept Sukuna, but he gets grabbed up and cut like a, like a cast iron skillet. <laughs> You see, like, the beef marks on his fucking torso, and he gets set flying. Yeah. And, man, Sukuna is like, get it through your head already. You're boring. You don't throw me at all. He hashtag. Yeah. He hashtags his chest. For real. <laughs> uh, Cube part of his, a section of his torso. For real. Um, Insane. Higuruma is furiously stabbing, trying to hit this guy with the with the fucking executioner sword. Um, but Sukuda gives him a, a pretty swift punch. And um yeah, it's it's not going good. Uh Sukuna's just dodging all of his attacks, and then he does dismantle on him, cutting up uh cutting off one of Higuruma's arms. And Sukuda just looks down and is like, heal that. Go on, heal yourself. <laughs> I'm like Jesus Christ! <laughs> Get up, bitch! Keep yeah. fighting. <laughs> Yo, he's such an asshole. For real. And uh, Higuruma's like, man, no matter how cold my heart, no matter how prepared was I was, the pain still hurts. And uh, Sukuna continues to cut him up. He's like, is that all you got? Next, I'll take off your head. Reverse curse technique. You heard of it, right? Come on, some effort, please. Heal or die. And um, Higuruma just continues to think to himself, I am intent on fulfilling my role. My role. And then uh, 
I guess uh, a blood blast comes in from Choso, and uh, Sukuna blocks it, but that uh, Higuruma uses the opportunity of distraction to heal his his arm and go for uh, Sukuna, and you see that he stabs through his hand, the, Sukuna's hand, but Sukuna in the very last second cut off his hand right as this guy was stabbing it, and uh, Higuruma's like, oh, shit. He's before I can strike him. Um, and he gets a tiny little flashback of Yamaguchi being like, not Yamaguchi, um, Kusakabe saying that, like, curses don't always weaken after death. Yeah, the general idea is that they get stronger. And you see that Higuruma tosses up the executioner sword. And we see as he's getting cut up by Sukuna. Fuck. <laughs> Itadori comes in and he catches the executioner blade and tries to stab it into Sukuna, uh, into Sukuna's back. And that's where the goddamn chapter ends. And this is where we left for two weeks. So thanks. Thanks. Uh, Gege Akutami. You did it again. You've depressed me thoroughly. Uh, Josh, what did you think about Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 247? Um, well, RGC, first of all. Yeah, same for me, Brian. Yeah. All right, unified really good chapter of the week is Jujutsu Kaisen. Unified RGC. Unified RGC. Unified RGC. The One Piece, the One Piece trumpet's always nice. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I was surprised with this chapter. I um, Sukuna really doesn't care about Itadori. He thinks so low of him, and it's crazy because, like, he was with him the whole time and watched him develop, but he he just never was interested. And I don't know if it's because he's being a hater or if it's genuinely like, listen, even with how fast he's grown, you'll... Oh, he doesn't have a cursed technique. That's why he doesn't really care about him, right? Yeah. That's probably like a big reason. Well, as far as we know right now, anyway. But, um, man, I did not expect Higuruma to, to, to pass... You know, it is already sword. I didn't even think he could do something like that. Um, I mean, whether he's whether it is is able to land that blow or not is another thing, but I thought that was pretty crazy. Um him yeah. Sukuna telling him to heal. And he said, Come on, some effort, please. <laughs> and both of his arms was le- like chopped off and leaking. He was like, Oh damn. <laughs> This is rough, but you know he came back real quick and healed his arm. That was pretty crazy. He he really is. His talent is on another level. You know. Yeah. But Sukuna, he's just he's he's. Can't say it any other way. 
He lives. He he lives to slaughter. Yeah. He lives to embarrass. Mm-hmm. He's like a cat. Like, <laughs> and everybody else is rodents and insects. Word. You know, sometimes they don't even kill like like cats. They don't even kill the mice. Sometimes they just look at them and play with them until mm-hmm. they die. And then they're like, all right, I'm bored. I'm going to pick you up and bring you to my owner. Yeah. They say, heal that. The Sukuna doesn't have an owner. Yes. <laughs> Some effort, please. Yeah. You, you going to get up? No? Okay. So, yeah. I, I really enjoyed this chapter. I did not enjoy seeing Higuruma get, um, you know, iced up like that. I'm, I'm, I think he's dead. I mean, he can heal, but, man. He's he, most likely I think dead. he's in more... I think he's in more pieces than Gojo at the moment, and that's not it's not uh, preferable for him to heal. Yeah, we don't but know the again, full extent. Of, special. We don't know the full extent of his injury, so it's not entirely possible, impossible that he's dead. Oh, I have an idea, right? I think he didn't deal a super, like, I don't, I don't think he dealt, like, a lethal blow. Because he maybe was apprehensive about killing someone with that talent similar to Gojo because of that experience fighting against Gojo. Maybe he's like, damn, I don't wanna I don't I don't wanna like lose. I mean I don't I don't want I don't want this person to be gone. I wanna be you know, be able to keep fighting them and stuff. Kinda like I don't know if y'all remember from Bleach with Kenpachi. Um and he was like making himself like not win. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when he fought against the uh, the previous compi- You know what? I'm not gonna get into Bleach, but for the sake of the listeners, but yeah, this was. I mean, like I said, R.P. Higuruma, but I I think Edador is about to kill, and I think I really think like this is it. I'm actually gonna say that. That's a anybody else think this is it? That is an extraordinarily oh. bold claim. Uh, yeah, I, you know, one last, I am. One, one last thing. <laughs> one last thing, and then I could give you your thoughts. But like, Itadori does not have reverse curse technique on that level, and he is currently a, a, a C. He's the letter C in his chest. <laughs> as a whole, it's currently a C. I think he's dead too. Yeah. You think he's gonna wake up this ch- the next this next chapter is gonna start in the airport? But with Sukuna. And they're gonna have a conversation and then Sukuna's gonna be like, You're a crazy kid, you know? Maybe, <laughs> maybe you could have been strong. Editor is gonna be like, Man, I am strong, forget you. Yeah. But it was interesting hanging out with you. And then he's gonna be like, Ha ha ha. Yeah, I guess it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> then the series is gonna end like that. We're not even gonna get like an explanation of what yeah, happened whatever. later. We're not gonna know what happened with uh with Kenjaku's plan. It's that's it. That's the that really matters. Yeah. Well, that's a hell of a theory there. And then like when we read the last chapter, uh like whatever device you're reading it from is gonna start playing You Are My Special <laughs> like, as soon as you get to the last page. <laughs> Involuntarily. I mean I hope so. I really like that song. So if you're like at the movies, you know what I'm saying, and you have your phone on silent, but you just so you know you're reading the comic for whatever reason, it's gonna play. 
Yeah, all of a sudden you're just going to hear, you are my special. Exactly. I'm into it. <laughs> I hope it happens. Me too. Honestly, I would live for an ending like that. <laughs> I think Jujutsu, if Jujutsu Kaisen actually ended like that, I would honestly put it in my top top one of all time. Yeah, do we do we find out if Higuruma survives in this ending? No. Mm. Well, right. he'll either be at the airport with them or he won't. Hmm. Alright. Well, Brian, what did you think? Um I think this I think Higuruma's death was very interesting because I do believe it is very similar to Mahito. Where um Higuruma was kind of like evolving at an extremely rapid rate. And if he wasn't stopped, he probably would have been like an incredible a ginormous deal. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm honestly like a little sad, but then again, this is what the humans did to curses, right? Is what they've always done. Um, so it's kind of like a reversal of, of sorts. So I don't know. I'm kind of Sakuna is definitely that motherfucker. Like, this chapter definitely proved that this guy is just different. Um, and I don't know if there's a villain like him, to be honest. Like, who who is on this level of, like, petty and, like, so above everybody around him like this? Yeah. Like, I, I don't think I've ever seen a villain cut off people's arms and then be like, all right, now now do something. I feel like I've seen it maybe once before, but I can't remember who. But yeah, I mean he's he's one of uh he's one of one, this guy. Like that was such a unique villain moment that only I feel like only Sakuna can pull off, if I'm being honest. I don't think there are many other villains that can do what what Sakuna did. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. This that that alone brought the brought the RGC for me. I am so I was so fucking impressed with with that moment from Sakuna. Yeah. Um, and I think we're kind of getting a glimpse of what Yuji's curse technique could be, or at least like curse technique equivalent. It looks like he can kind of just he could just kind of fucking copy curse techniques. Right? Is that what's going on? I don't think so. What made you think that? Um, because so he has the sword, right? And then we saw the blood technique get used. Mm. Um, you think he did that? Shot it. Yeah. So and it did seem weaker than what Choso would do, right? Well, I mean, they're, they're not particularly strong. These blood blasts, I guess. Yeah, but Choso's are definitely has a lot more oomph. Mm -hmm. Like they don't just bounce mm. off of shit. That's interesting. I don't know if it's copying necessarily because that's Okotsu's technique. 
But what if he maybe? took a piece of everyone's soul before the fight and it, he just has like mm. a soul Rolodex in his arms, like a, like a dual death, like a dual dick. Oh my God. Like a dual deck. <laughs> like a dual you know disc. what I mean? <laughs> like a fucking Yu-Gi-Oh dual disc. Honestly, that's uh that's an interesting thought. Um, yeah, I mean, he. I think it's more that maybe having Sukuna within him for a prolonged period of time, because Gojo, it's a throwaway line almost. But he did say that the longer Gojo's, uh, the the longer Sukuna's within you, the the more it's likely that you'll like be able to do some of the stuff that he does. And Sukuna is, is able yeah, to... His cursed ability would uh, imprint on um, Yuji. Yeah, they, you know, and Sukuna is able to use other people's techniques. So, it's not entirely impossible. I think it's more that Sukuna has rubbed off a little bit enough on Yuji that he's able to use some... He's He's capable of some of the stuff that Sukuna is capable of. So, that means Sukuna can take the sword then. Right. Well, the sword, like Itadori, didn't summon the sword. Higuruma gave it to him. Like he, he, uh, he tossed it up. So it can be. I, I'm just trying to figure out. Because he, Itadori, didn't create the sword. It, it Higuruma seems to have tossed it to him, in that last moment. So, I mean, and plus, like, the, the sword is a direct, like, result of Higuruma's domain. So, I don't think Yuji would be able to do it even if he could copy techniques, because that's, like, a domain-specific thing. Maybe. I'm just, I, I'm, next chapter, we're going to get the answer as to what Yuji's upgrades are. For sure, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would hope so. <laughs> somehow, I don't know how. I fucking hope so. to survive. And I hope Megumi does not get fucked for it. Oh, God. But those are those are my thoughts for uh, this week. Yeah, man. I almost didn't give this shit to the RGC. Just out of principle. Is like because he because he took Higuruma from me. I'm not gonna give him the death sound effect here. Because unless I see that unless they unless they look me in the eye and say Higuruma's dead, I'm not I'm not accepting this death. I'm right there with you, brother. But I caught an attitude when I saw that he cut him up. <laughs> he turned him into mincemeat over here. And I was like, come on. Yeah, that was super unfortunate, and that's where it's a Thorfinn. <laughs> yeah, that fucking sucked. It was not a good feeling. Um, I feel like I've been too conditioned for from Jujutsu Kaisen to expect anything good to happen. So I don't think... Call me crazy. I don't think this sword lands on Sukuna. What do you mean? Like he's going to stab Sukuna, but it's going to be an after image. Yeah, or he's going to just miss straight up. I, I'm, I'm too conditioned to think that Sukuna, that nothing good happens in Jujutsu Kaisen ever. 
I'm almost believing that the bad guys are straight up just going to win. <laughs> um, but. But yeah. Because Juju thinks life isn't fair. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is his uh, core beliefs in coming into play. But. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Who knows? I don't know, man. I, I'm done predicting what. What goes on in the fucking twisted mind of Akutami? Maybe, he, maybe Itadori does win, only to be killed by Kenjaku and Okotsu's body. How about that for an would idea? that literally be the worst case scenario? That would be a pretty shitty scenario. I would say that's a pretty worst case scenario thing. But. Yeah, and the previous main character killing the current main character. <laughs> that would be pretty intense. What's this arm thing? It has to do with his arm. Whatever Itadori's arm is doing. Yeah. That's that's Imagine what it, they just go the rest of the series without explaining. Yeah, they never talk about it. They never bring it up. The entire rest of the you series. Know, um, guys, what do you mean? It's always been there. I'm and starting then he to... The entire series. Yeah, he but gaslights us. <laughs> I'm starting to think it's just aesthetic. You think so? I think it's just uh, yeah. cosmetic arms. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Now, he did something to his arms, and I know they're going to explain it. Because Jujutsu you know, Kaisen, huh? one, thing you, one thing about Jujutsu Kaisen you can count on, Gege will explain everything. So I want you to go to the last page mm-hmm. and zoom in. Mm-hmm. On Yuji Itadori. Mm-hmm. Which one? Look at his body. What, the very last page? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm looking at it. You see his body? Yeah. On he, the right he side? He has a C. It's missing. <laughs> a big piece. Probably an important piece. So, if he doesn't stab him, that's it. There's no new ability. There's no further development. Imagine it's like, haha, you did hit me, but instead you killed the Heian era version of me. Shit. Ah. Damn. So then he just returns right. back to. Oh my God. What if he, like, brings out Megumi? Yeah, that's what I was saying when I hope that Megumi doesn't get Jesus body Christ. towards But, but it, the, they, already described, they already said that the sword can discern who it's trying to kill yeah so we're we're megumi safe from the stab I yeah guess. megumi is safe he would be safe you're right brian you're right i believe it i believe you i have to Pretty sure i have to Pretty sure you believe it? i have to hey i mean I, I believe that you believe man thanks man may still has to come and fight Hmm? Mei still has to come and fight. She's not fighting. <laughs> she is she has already left the country, my man. She's not she's not there. She is on a fucking red eye flight to Malaysia. She is chilling. Right after she set them crows, she was like, alright. Yeah, that's literally she literally said, Hey, I'm not going because I'm gonna run. 
That is literally what she said. Yeah. Well, those are all my thoughts on Jujutsu Kaisen. It, I thought it was great. Great chapter. It hurt my feelings, as a good Jujutsu Kaisen chapter should. Uh, I hope things are going to be okay. I just want I just want all my friends to be okay in Jujutsu Kaisen. Too bad. Somebody every, else is going to die for sure. Every time I open, I, I finish a chapter of Jujutsu Kaisen, I'm just like, bro, are you okay? Why are you writing this? Do you have no... Do you have no uh, optimism for the human race at all? Hmm. Probably not. Probably not. No. All right. Well, if there's no more rebuttals or anything, I guess we can move on. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. Then let's uh, let's uh, let's get into it. Undead Unluck. Wowie. And with that, I'm going to toss this one over to Josh. All right. Undead Unluck. Chapter number 190. The person I admire. Last week, they found the reincarnation of Jews. Uh, Justice. Yeah, ju- I forgot her. I like that. Yeah. Justice. It's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. So, um... Uh, yeah, so they they find her at... They find a, a child version of her at school. And, uh... Immediately she gets into trouble with Uma. Fuko came in to uh, rescue her. Um, this week we start with like a flashback of uh, Juiz and Victor uh, having a, I guess, a duel to uh, to settle something like that. Uh, but it was a uh, just a friendly, you know, like a spar with um, what do you call that? But it was a fencing spar. So Juiz won because she's nice with it, and um, it was just a memory that I guess or like a dream that um. A reincarnation Justice had as she's listening to Fuko say, Hey, I'm Fuku Izumo and I'm here to make you join my uh, gang. So she, you know, Justice is fucking ecstatic. But before she gets the chance to uh, ask her, her questions, uh, Platinum Gold's, you know, the, uh, I guess the brother, yeah, the, <laughs> the brother to Gold, the Uma they just destroyed. Uh, pops up out of nowhere and they start running, but Justice is um essentially like a crackhead trying to you know asking asking Fuko like why uh you know like you got like you got to tell me about um this girl Justice that I keep seeing like please like she even ran away uh from Fuko and put herself in harm's way you know to force her to let her know. Uh, about Jews. So, um, out of nowhere, we see Shen and, um, I forget his, uh, his wife's name. Uh, they both, you know, pull up and destroy Platinum because, you know, they're small fry. And, um, 
Foucault agrees to have a fencing duel with uh, Justice so that, so that she'll tell her about, you know, uh, Jews and her past. Uh, which is like kind of crazy. Jews? Like, her name is Juice. Which, fun fact, Juice. is uh, is Portuguese for judge. Oh. Juice. Juice. All right. So. Yeah. Juice is very full of herself as a fencer, and she has no idea what time Foucault is on. So um, she says that, listen, if I take one round, uh, then, you know, you got to tell me about Miss uh, Juice. And Foucault was like, all right. And as soon as they begin, she taps her on the head with the sword and beats her. And she says, all right, that's it. <laughs> you know, now uh, Easy work. keep calm, hate me out. Yeah, like one, two, three. <laughs> and it's funny because um, Unseen is like, damn, like she's good at fencing too. And they're like, nah, she's just raw. <laughs> it, is, it doesn't matter what she's doing. She's better than that person. She's she's stronger and smarter and faster. So, um, Justice requests a hundred more rounds, um, and she says if I take one of them, she wins the match. Which I, I don't know why anyone would have to agree to something like that. She even goes back on her knight's word, but she says, "Oh, technically, I ain't say how many matches." So. Yeah, pretty sleazy, but she's very determined. Uh, it's it's funny because like the rest of the union members kind of make a point that yo Fuko, I ain't gonna lie, you be pressing us like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it sounds like this girl is like a smaller version of you. So they have their rounds, and man, Justice is getting packed. It's like she lost she lost the first two, um, then it went to fifty five, and then. 80. This is to zero, by the way. Um, and eventually, you see, like, remembers that Foucault mentioned to her she has an ability called unluck because earlier she didn't want her to, like, like touch her, like, while they was running away from the Uma. So she actually creates a diversion by throwing her fucking saber at Foucault's face. <laughs> I don't know how she wasn't, how she didn't, like, dodge that, but I guess she wasn't expecting it. So, um... After she creates that diversion, she goes to tap the part in her um her leg that was cut earlier uh, in their duel, which didn't count, by the way, because it's below the waist. I didn't know that was the case in fencing. I guess you would just chop someone's legs all the time. Fair enough. Anyway, um, so she touches Foucault and creates an unluck situation in the entire fucking building. Jesus Christ, the building gets dismantled. I thought just the roof fell or something. It looks like it looks like they got caught up in Sukuna's battle. Real talk. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, man, Foucault could use dismantle without even trying. Hmm. Mm. I think Sukuna would love Foucault, but anyway. Um, nah, she's too nice. Like damn. He would hate how nice of a person she's she is. Raw. But she she likes to fight though. That's true. Well, anyway, um, the other union members uh, pull up to the building to see if anybody fucking died because, you know, a building fell apart. But Gina kept them safe in a little bubble. And within that bubble, 
while everything was falling apart, uh, Justice came in and got a hit on Fuko, 99 to 1. And she said, I did it, right? So tell me. And she says, uh, Fuko says that Miss Juiz is the person I admire. And she says, yeah, because I crossed paths with her. And she learned so much, uh, you know, in her past life. And that now she feels like it's her turn to kind of guide her. Justi like for Fuku to guide Justice and um, you know, help her follow in the right footsteps to become strong and become an integral member to the union. It's really cool. It's like a, a, a true baton pass at this moment. Like a, a completion. Um and uh the, this nimbus pulls up and takes them away into the sky as Fuku screams wicked sick and that they're going to Brazil to get top. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that was good, right? That was yeah. huh? Hold on, I got something yeah. for you right now. Hold Please? on, hold on. In the Brazil to get some top. <laughs> I feel like in Japanese it that's they might have said it in reverse. You know? Yeah. They phrase things that way. That I feel like there's, in someone's language, in some other language and translation of this, it's said in that way. Yeah. Oh, God. Sorry about that. Okay, so that's the end of the chapter. They're going to get uh, top, the, the, the fast guy in one of our favorites. Brian's favorite character, actually, yeah. if I remember correctly. Yeah, time to start IRC? Time to start reading that's, the series again, I guess. Yeah, I, I I R C. What does that stand for? I never really. If I recall. If I remember oh. correctly. Weirdos like Brian say recall. Most people say remember. <laughs> yeah, you hear that, Brian? You're a weirdo. Most people don't say it at all, actually. Oh yeah. They type it. Well, anyway. Anyway, uh, Chris, what's your thoughts? Um, I thought it was uh pretty cool. I was wondering, is this Juice or is this just like a brand new character? I guess her name is Julia, so I guess it can't be Juice. Oh, I keep calling her Justice. Yeah, I guess I was like a little bit confused in that moment. Now I was, I hadn't really thought about it. I was like, wait a minute, this isn't Juice. Then this is just like an entirely new character. It's her reincarnation, mm. different memories in life. Same person in Soul. I mean, still the negator, but like a different reality version of her. Yeah. Remember, because she didn't exist. It's, it's weird with her because she didn't exist. She didn't have any real parents, so she got. Okay, yeah, so she is she is a reincarnation of yeah. uh, Juice d'Arc. Her name is Julia Eustacea. Julia Eustacea, <laughs> yeah. It's very, it's a justice. It's, but, um, yeah, no, I thought this was really cool. Um, I like that, um, you know, it is, like, kind of a, a play on justice that, like, she's like, I can fucking, I can play a little dirty if it means reaching my aspiration, and that's, and it came to be, you know, it actually worked out because she would be the unjustice one. So, you know, uh, the injustice negation was kind of like always tough to discern, but I guess it has to do with like, you know, whatever you think is 
moral or just in order to accomplish your goals is what will be allotted to you in order to do it. You know, you'd be able to accomplish anything as long as it aligns with your sense of justice. So even if it's like not necessarily um, morally sound. Um, but I could dig it. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I, I think I, like I agree with you just saying like it's everyone's personal justice. It's not yeah. like a, you know, a standard moral or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. yeah, the way she was going hard for what she wanted to learn, like learn about, I guess that's kind of part of it. So it's going to be interesting how her negation ability affects. I get it. It makes people not want to do the thing they really want to do. Yeah. That's a weird way to express justice, but I'm willing to kind of write it out. People, the the negation abilities have been like kind of, some have been redefined, some have been fleshed out further mm-hmm. at least. So we'll see. She hasn't awakened yet. Yeah, there have been more... It all depends on your interpretation of the initial thing. So, like, whatever you consider to be justice, it has a direct result on your negation of that rule. So, you know, I get you could be creative with how you apply your negation as uh, and stuff. So, yeah, I I don't really have a whole ton of thoughts. I, uh, you know, it's good that she's she's back. It'll be cool to see how they save Ta. Because I remember Top having one of the sadder backstories. And the, honestly, one of the darker ones. Um, yeah. So, you know, I'm excited to see how they kind of stop that from happening. But, yeah, those are those are all my thoughts on Undead Unlocked. Josh, what did you think? Um, I'm, I'm really interested in how... Uh, What's her name again? Uh, Julia. Julia, yeah. About about how the interpretation of her ability is 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 gonna be uh, built on from what it was before. But um, I thought it was really interesting that they didn't give her a full arc. It made me kind of think like, hmm, is he is he in gear towards like the end right now, or maybe there was never a. Well, yeah, the fact that, again, her, her power didn't awaken in her own, like, you know, multi-chapter arc, like like a few of the other members, I guess means that there's still more to her story. So this is, yeah, this is interesting in, in a good way. And uh, I hope the I hope the Brazil arc is, is uh, really good. Top deserves the time. Definitely. Pause. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, that's it for Undead Unluck, right? No thoughts? Nothing, nothing else? Yep. All right. Well, that has been Undead Unluck, and that has been our show. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week. Uh, first show of the year. Very excited about that. Uh, it felt like a really short show because a lot of stuff was uh, built up chapters, but I'm very much excited to go into a new year of manga with all of you. And uh, thank you guys for listening. You can find me at the Absolutely. Chris. Oh yeah, you can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Josh is at JD Cole underscore thirty seven on uh, Instagram at New Jeff City Josh on Twitter. Brian is on at b dot esp on both 
Instagram, and Twitter. You can catch him where he's streaming at, New Gem, at uh, twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Uh, follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, email the show at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com if you have any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. Uh, we'll cover it on a pre-show chat show. And check that out while you're at it. It's a fun time. I, I always uh, enjoy doing the, uh, the pre-show chat show with you guys. So uh, it's always a fun time. Listen to that. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Like, share, subscribe, comment on whatever you can. Uh, hopefully we'll be back in video production in that moment. Uh, on that platform but for now uh give us a give us a follow on that uh listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts spotify itunes google podcasts all that stuff we're on it so do all that and uh thank you guys so much for, for listening uh happy new year new jump citizens